Welcome to Global Outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to our podcast today. We have a very special guest, a very, very dear man in our hearts. We don't know each other well. We haven't spent much time together. But, you know, some people you just know by the Spirit. And it's like you've always known them. And I think there's something heavenly about that. And so this is a, a very special friend of ours who's been to heaven. His name is Dean Braxton, and we want him to share some of his experiences of going to heaven. So we want to welcome our friend Dean Braxton. He's been to heaven. He had an experience (laughs) where he died. He left his body, and uh, he was gone for an hour and 45 minutes, The doctor was there the whole time working on him. And so this is one of the most well-documented experiences of someone being outside of their body, someone being, uh, in his doctor's words, he was really, really dead for a long time. (laughs) And you can see that testimony. 700 Club did a marvelous, marvelous job of of getting Dean's testimony and having his doctor actually give testimony as well. So this is an, an amazing experience that all of us can have if we have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so um, also want to mention that he has a website, deanbraxton.com, and he has written books. One of them is called In Heaven, and another one is called What It Feels Like to Die. That's pretty important. And I love this book, Deep Worship in Heaven. This was the first one that we got acquainted with before we even met you. And it it impacted us deeply. And I want to go back and and review it again now that I've read In Heaven. Yeah, we were listening to it on the way to the the conference, too. Yes, where we met you. That was that was very powerful, and and uh, and your wife has a testimony also, a woman stand because she was contending for your deliverance from the chains of death, and once once you got out of that, then was praying for your healing and so on, and you had a marvelous group of people praying for you, and that's probably what brought you back. Except Jesus said you were going to go back, didn't he? Yes. Yes. So tell us. Very much so. Tell us, you know, what is it like to die? What, what, what happens? Um, what happens? Well, you know, uh, Sharon and, and Phil, first of all, I just want to thank you both for having me. Um, it's a great honor to be able to um, team with you to be able to, to share the gospel, the good news with people throughout the uh, area that you live in, plus the world. Uh, and so I thank God for that. But, you know, one of the things that I get to share with my brothers and sisters, those that know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that are born again, because I went to heaven because I knew Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I confessed my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is is Lord. I, I did what Jesus said I was supposed to do. Every Christian's going to do it. It's not unusual. This it, this is not a phenomenon that, that is only a few of us are going to experience and, and not you know, everybody that's born again is not good. Everybody that's born again is going to experience what I experienced. Now, coming back to the planet, uh, you know, I know that some people would love to go on that trip and come back. But once you get there, you really don't want to come back. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you that right now. Yeah. It's hard for people that when a loved one leaves and they go to be with the father, 
in heaven, they 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 kind of like we grieve on this side, but on that side, you're not grieving. <laughs> no, certainly not. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you're you're not grieving. But and and saying that, but everybody sooner or later is going to leave their body. Those that are born again, know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, they're going to have the same trip I had. They're going to go to be with the Father and Jesus in heaven, because Jesus said that's what happens to Christians when we leave our body. It's not unusual, but. You know, I had to go through that process of dying. Our, I like to say that my body went through the process of dying. The real me, that which became born again, the spiritual being that lives on the inside of us, never dies. You come to realize that you're really not that physical being that you think you are when you have this type of experience. Um, and, and, it's, and it's really great uh, because one of the, the, the things that I thought would happen that didn't happen was first I thought I would have so much fear. I thought I'd be panicking. I thought I'd be hysterical, especially in the way that I died. You know, the story, I had a kidney stone that was stuck on the right side and it caused a kidney infection. And when they blasted the stone, they pushed the poison into my bloodstream and I became what you call septic. A lot of the people today that are dying because of the virus, many of them are dying because they become septic. And that's mm-hmm. where every part of your body is being affected by a really by poison and and that poison is killing every part of your body and if they give you medications to strengthen one part of your body it always has a side effect and it weakens another part of your body so when your body the whole body is trying to survive you, you know you give something to, to strengthen the lungs and then weakens the kidneys it, you know you need your kidneys and if it gives something to, to strengthen the kidneys but it weakens the heart you need your heart and that's what sepsis does you know when a person is, is septic everything in their body is dying are infected. And that's what happened to me because of the uh, poison uh, from the infection of the kidney stone that went through my body. I suffocated really Sharon and Phil. That's what really happened. My lungs Mm. stopped operating and Mm. I suffocated. That was the top of the list where I did not want to leave the planet. As I say, (laughs) I did not want to die that way. If there was, if there was, if you would have gave me a a one to 10, what is the worst way you could leave the planet? Suffocation would have been the worst for me. It was my greatest fear of dying. And yet here I am suffocating. And the reason for that, I almost drowned as a little kid. And and I remember how Mm -hmm. terrifying that was during that Mm -hmm. time of having no air in my body. So, so here I am suffocating. And I know I'm dying when this is happening to me. It just, wow. it just I just knew. I, someone said, how'd you know? I just knew I was dying. Didn't know why I was dying or how it happened because all I remember is this operation around kidney stones. And I'm thinking, they don't kill you. <laughs> they feel like you're dying, but you're not yeah. dying. And so here <laughs> it is, you know, <laughs> yeah, here it is. The bottom line is I'm dying. I'm wondering why and I'm suffocating. And I'm wondering late, I'm wondering, also, why I'm not panicking, why I'm not getting hysterical, mm. why I'm not freaking out, because I'm dying the worst death I could have died. Maybe somebody else it would have been something else. But for me, suffocation was the top of the list. Mm. And I had joy, peace, comfort. Oh, man, I just don't even know how to describe it. My, my English words right now come way short and really describing the comfort and peace and the joy I had at knowing I was going home. And that's why I said it. Inside of my body, inside of me, because I was on a, on a, on a you know, a gurney in, in the hospital. And so I, I, I wasn't like raising up and shouting that way, but my spirit on the inside of me, when I realized I was dying, said, I'm going home. 
and great oh. joy, comfort, and peace came wow. all over me. Wow. It, it was almost like if, if you guys would have known me back then and you would have rushed to the hospital and tried to lay hands on me, I would have fought you off because <laughs> <laughs> I was going home. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know? Wow. I'm just saying that to people. I know people don't realize that that's what happens to us. And I say, and I tell people very seriously, the pull is strong. When you are in that mode of going to be with the Father of Jesus, the pull that you have on you to be there is strong. It's already strong on you, okay, and, and everything, because you know you're headed in that direction someday, as everybody says. But when you when that day comes upon you, oh, man, it, it, it's oh. strong. It's like a magnet taking metal and pulling it as fast as it can toward it. You know, that's what I tell people, because you know you're going home. The other thing that got me, though, during that process was when people really asked me, what did it feel like when you died? What, what it was, because I think they were asking for the painful part. They want to know how much pain I went through before this happened. And I go in my mind and I really don't have a remembrance of the pain. And some people said, well, they gave you a drug and it made you forget. No, that's not it. You know, because I remember leaving my body. You know, I remember, wow. uh, uh, you know, uh, ascending from this body. I don't have any remembrance of the pain. And, and for a long time, that really got me. Why don't I have the remembrance? You know, and then I came to understand something. And it was through a process of watching a movie one time and someone said something in that movie that clicked. I said, oh, that was it. That was it. And then I went to the scripture and there it is. And it's this. And I'd say, James, you can find it in James, the, the second chapter. I think it's a 26 verse. It says, faith without works is dead. And listen to this. This is so cool. And then it says, and the just like the body is dead without the spirit. I thought, what is that saying? That's saying your spiritual being, the real you has to leave first, and then the body dies. That's right. And wow. I said, that's what happened. Me, that's on the inside of this wow. body left, and then my body died. That comes with the package that Jesus Christ gives us. In Hebrews, the second chapter, it literally says that when he died on that cross, I believe it's the ninth verse, when he died on that cross, that he not only he died not only our spiritual death, but our physical death on that cross. Listen to this. You've got to grab this. People's got to understand the love of God, the love of Jesus by this. That pain you're supposed to feel in that moment of dying, Jesus took on that cross and felt for you so that you don't have to feel it. You know, people wow. don't grab wow. this, I don't think, and grab what happened. Yes, he was beaten. Yes, he was nailed. But he took your pain, not only your curse in the sense of what sin, but he also took your physical pain. Because Paul says in, 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 in Corinthians, I want to say second or first Corinthians, the 15th chapter, he says that literally there's no sting in death. And that's what he's talking about because of what Jesus Christ did. On that cross, that moment of your death, which is supposed to be the most painful time in your entire existence, you don't have to go through you that are born again that know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. I suffocated. I experienced the worst uh, uh, death I could, but I wasn't there to experience it. But Jesus <laughs> wow. Christ yes. on the cross suffocated for me. Wow. <laughs> yeah, actually he did. Yeah. He did. And, and, and I tell people, you got to grab this because this is so cool because the Bible says in that same uh, chapter in Hebrews, the second chapter, and really the 14th and 15th verse, he did it. Oh, this is the gift he gave to us. 
He did it so that we would not have to fear death. Yeah. Amen. That's what it says. Hallelujah. You yes. Thank you, Father. You go to Hebrews, the second chapter, the mm-hmm. ninth verse, mm-hmm. and then the tenth verse, and then go down to the fourteenth and fifteenth verse, and you will hear what Jesus Christ did. So that you, so when I, when people ask me sometimes what it feels like to die, I said, well, really, to be honest, which I can't really tell you because I wasn't there. You know what I mean? I was gone. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> then, I know some of you say, but I was there. When my loved one breathed their last, I saw them breathe their last. And I'm going to tell you what you saw. This is just should comfort you because sometimes that looks very terrible to people. They weren't there. If they were born again, their spirit was gone. They were already in heaven. What you saw was their body struggling without their spirit. It was that wow. was what's going on. So was it, what about a terrible car accident or some type of accident? They left before it happened. Because Jesus Christ on that cross, this is a promise for every born-again Christian that you will not have to experience death. That's what we were told. We were told if we accept him, we would have eternal life. So to have that eternal life means that he had to experience your death so that you would not have to experience it. So even in a terrible car accident, they left before it happened. Even in any type of situation that looked like it, they left before it happened. They weren't there because Jesus Christ literally mm. felt it on the cross for them. Is that good wow. news? That oh, is good news. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm. And it's just to set us free. Yeah. Because if, if, if you have no fear of death, then what should you fear? Right. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's, there's nothing know, to fear. I just put that out there. There's nothing to fear. And perfect love casts right out fear, and, and the born-again yes, experience right. brings you into a place where you can experience that perfect yes. love. Hallelujah. That's correct. Yeah. I, I love what you just said, the born-again experience, because that's what, Sharon, that's what it is. It, it's the born-again experience, and because of the born-again experience. Now, someone would say, well, isn't that for everyone? Because in that scripture, it does say that he died for everyone. Now, this is the love of God. This is the love of Jesus. He literally felt the pain of death for everyone. Everyone is going to die and they're going to have a certain pain. Jesus Christ on that cross felt that pain for everyone. Everyone that's ever existed before him and everyone that exists after him. Mm. Okay. Now, for you to get the benefit of what he done, you've got to accept him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, if, if you guys have a, a bill and you're making payments on it, you're going to the bank and you're making regular payments on the field, you're going and you're making regular. And then I go to the bank and I pay it off for you. Yeah. I pay it off. Really, there's no more bill. But you have not accepted what I've done and you keep on going any old way. That's what a lot of people are doing on this planet. Jesus has already done it. He's already uh, 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 made a way for you not having to have to pay the bill <laughs> but a lot of people are still going to the bank to pay the bill and so when that time comes upon them they're going to have to experience it they're going to have to experience death that they don't have to experience yeah. because jesus christ has already experienced it for them us yeah. that are born again you may say i don't believe that that's okay guess what you get it any old way <laughs> it's not based on your belief system it's based on what he's done it comes with the born again experience. You know what I mean? And I, I know some of you, it's hard to, to accept that God would love you that much and give that to you just because, you know, uh, because we like to earn things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I yeah. think that comes with the that knowledge of good and evil, and, uh-huh. and we want to earn things. And there's something <clears throat> you're just not going to earn from God. You're just going to be given to it, and you might as well go ahead and 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 relax in it and move forward. You know, I I think we would do a lot better if we could relax in some of the things that God has given us and move forward because we're we're reaching after things that He's already given us. <laughs> so, yeah, wow. yeah, you can't get what you've already you know, got. I say yeah. that to you. Yeah, you can't get what you already got, and so yeah. and so, Sharon and Field. Sometimes it's hard for me to even. Uh, tr- uh, talk about this, uh, what it feels like to die, because let me tell you something. I'm up there smiling. I got joy. And, and I know most people think, oh, isn't that a parable? I've even had people say, well, I want to go to heaven, but I don't want to go through what you went through. I'm thinking, you don't know how great this really was. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're thinking about all the suffering, and I think, you don't know how great this really was. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was not like you think it is. <laughs> Well, I want to know those things, but I don't want to go through what you went through. And I'm thinking, wow. you don't know how much you don't go through things, you know. But the good thing about it, some, you don't have to even believe me. You still get it. It's it's a gift wow. that's given to you so that you don't have to experience the sting of death like Paul says. Yeah, it's, you you won't feel it. You just won't feel it. And, and, and it's not given to you so that you could just do it. It's really to free you up to be able to be the man or woman of God that God has called you to be. Amen. Amen. But but how how do you actually get that born again experience? I mean, you have to believe something. Well, yeah, you, you know, the Bible tells us you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. And so uh, I'd say it this way. God has already chosen you. He just wants you to choose him. You know, if you if you really think about it in the scriptures, it says, you know, he chose us before the beginning of time. And so now he's waiting for you to choose him. And when you choose him, then you get the benefits of it. it comes with the package. I say a lot of times there's like a gift underneath, uh, 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 you know, Christmas. Some of us celebrate Christmas and you get a package or, or for for your birthday, you get a present and you open up the present. And in that present, there's so many good things. And and as you're learning about the good things, you find out so many. One of them is what I just said. But you have to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You have to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. You know, people, uh, you know, the people confess they, they are done wrong or sin, as the Bible calls it, that you outside of God's will, that you've done things outside of God's will. And now you're saying, I've done things outside of your will, Father, and I'm going to ask you to forgive me. That's what you're asking. You're asking him to forgive you for the things that you've done outside his will. You can confess and name them if you want, but you don't have to. You could say, this is I know I've done wrong. I know I can go through my mind and say, these are all the things I've done wrong, you know, uh, but the father already knows you've done them wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not like he, it like he, he, he didn't see you doing them wrong. Okay. So you do that. And then, and then you ask Jesus Christ to come into your life. You ask him to be a part of what you're doing on this planet and he'll come because he's waiting for the invitation. He will not barge in. You know, sometimes we want him to make people do things. And I tell people, he chose us. He just wants us to choose him. It's a choice. You know, one time someone asked me, Sharon and Phil, if there was a rebellion in heaven, uh, Lucifer, you know, rebelled in heaven and one third of the angels went with him, you know, and there was a rebellion. And they said, well, what what will stop that if we will have another one? And I looked at him, and this was God's answer. Don't think 
Dean Braxton has all this this wisdom because a lot of times I never even think about this that when people ask me these questions. But this is what came out of my mouth. He said, I said to him, I said, you got to understand everybody in heaven, every being in heaven has chosen to be there. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's very all good. The, the, the angels that stay chose to be there. Mm-hmm. Us that are coming, the redeemed have chosen to be there. We have made our choice already before Lucifer and all the creations were created there. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, but now you're choosing to be there. Your yeah. father, the, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit has already chosen you. All they want is you to choose them. Damn. Is that good news? That Amen. is very, you know, very yeah. good news. Wow. And so so that's all you need to do is once you do it, the experience I had of dying is yours. It's yours. It's yours. You know what I mean? And, and 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 like I tell people, I didn't know anything about it. That's why I can say, someone said, "Well, did did you believe that would happen?" I didn't even have a thought to believe that would happen. <laughs> mm. Wow! You know, it wasn't like I got to believe that when this happens to me, that I leave my body and then my body dies. I didn't even think that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're wow. asking me to come up with a a thought that I didn't even know existed. You know that, but after it happened to me, then I knew the reality of things, and it's Mm. given to every Christian, every born again Christian out there. Yeah. Wow. Hallelujah. So, um, I remember you telling us that that uh, there were things that you saw that didn't agree with what you believed. You had believed one way, and you discovered that there was something else. Yeah, what it was, uh, Sharon, was that when I got to heaven, it wasn't so much I was surprised there. You're going to find out how much your spirit uh, is in agreement with the Holy Spirit once you leave your flesh. <laughs> yeah, that's a key. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> wow. Most people don't realize it's their flesh that really is, is, is the hindrance in a lot of areas. It's not their spirit. Their spirit is in total agreement with, with God. It's mm-hmm. their flesh. The Bible tells us in Romans the eighth chapter, it's your spirit that's at war with the flesh. That's yeah. just the way it is. So I left my body. So no longer did my flesh have input into what I experienced in heaven. So when mm-hmm. I got to heaven, it was like I already knew all this stuff. It wasn't like when I got there, I said, wow, look around. It's like, I already knew this. And that's because the Holy Spirit on the inside of me. Beautiful. Okay, wow. just to let you know that. But when mm-hmm. I got back to the planet, I was sitting in my my hospital room and I would be pondering or thinking about these things. And it was like, I didn't believe that way. And I didn't know that would happen. And this was so and and what it was is I had these boxes I had built for God, or these boundaries I had built mm-hmm. for God. And when I got to heaven, it was like all those boundaries laid down and they were and all the stuff was taking place outside of my boundaries. You know what the greatest thing about it was? It was simple. It was not complicated. I had made it very complicated, and yet it was very simple there. It was mm. more simpler than you could imagine. I remember one time talking to a scholar. He was a scholar. This man has his doctrine in theology, and, and he's very highly regarded in his denomination or his church. And to this day, he's still very highly. And um, I was talking to him, and he was talking to me, and he, and he said, Dean, you make it so simple. He said, I went to school. I studied all these books. I, I looked at all this stuff, you know, and, and, and everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's it's and he said, 
you take up where they leave off, and it's simple. That's what he said. Well, habit is much more simpler than people think. We make it complicated. Mm. I think it's really our flesh teasing it out instead of our spirit accepting it. Oh, someone better grab what I just mm-hmm. said there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> our good. flesh wants to, 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 to analyze it, and our spirit wants to mm-hmm. accept it. You know, it's like yeah. praying. Yeah. Wow. And there's sometimes when the Holy Spirit just comes upon you and you just accept it, you know, that's, and, that's and the, it, it, you know, go ahead. That's that soulish part of you. It's like your, your yeah. emotions, your, your will and all that, you know, to your mind, mind, your mind is fight, fighting the spirit, you know. Yeah. And, and the spirit goes past all that. It just goes yeah. past. all that. Wow. So in heaven, that's the way it is. You know, uh, we were talking earlier, just my terms, they changed, you know, I, instead of earth, I say the planet, planet. you know, that's now, a why, common why word do you, of mine. Why do you say you that? Know? What, what happened? What happened? Well, well, when I was there with the father and Jesus in heaven, I remember looking down at the planet. Really what I was looking at was Jesus was strategizing and he had put a plan together um, to really reach people on the planet. Everything is to reach people on the planet is to bring in those that are lost into the kingdom of God. It is. It doesn't matter what it is or what we do. Most of us think it's to, to bring the glory of God. If the glory of God's coming, it's coming to get people born again. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's to get people healed. If people are going to be healed, they're going to be healed. So people come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And all this revelation of knowledge is for people to come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I'm not, you know, and so Jesus had strategized and gave a plan to the angels. And the angels were leaving that realm, coming to earth, as you would say, or I say the planet. And so that's where I got that from, because all of a sudden it was no longer earth like we know earth. It was mm-hmm. the planet, and it was to get people to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So I was watching that go on. Um, and, and I'm glad you asked that question. That's the first time someone really asked me that question. <laughs> to be honest mm. with you. <laughs> I know you wanted to, to venture into something new, and that's new for me to explain why I call it the, the planet in this detail that you asked just now is because I was watching these angels leave that realm and come down to this realm, and it was the planet. And I was watching the spiritual um, interface or the actions that were taking place in the spiritual realm because you see them, and they're just as real as the natural realm, really be honest with you, they're more real than the natural realm. You know, the Bible says those things that we see are temporal, and those things that we don't see are eternal. And so that's how you look at things from that realm. Um, you look at things from an eternal realm or a temporal realm. And so mm-hmm. if it's a temporal realm, it, you know it's going to dissolve. It's going to fade away. It's not going to exist forever. If it's the eternal realm, it's going to be around forever. And so that's how I saw the planet. I could see the things that were temporal, and I can see the things that we eternal, wow. but it was the so planet. there's eternal things and, the and there's there's eternal things and there's temporal things on the planet. Oh yeah, very much so. Very well, much that so. explains give a lot. Give me a good example. You know, I'll give you a good example. You know the things you do in, in this physical realm that are representing Jesus. Those are eternal things. They will last forever. Okay, uh, you will remember them forever. They will never, 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 never fade away. Okay, but then there's things you do in the physical realm that are temporal and they will fade away. You won't remember them any longer. They will not be with you for eternity. Okay, and so and and so, uh, you know, this what we're doing right now, me, you and Phil are doing right now is an eternal thing. 
even though it's before this thing that we're doing right now, the bottom line, it will last forever. Me and you will talk about this forever. Yeah. And, and you know, oh. the greatest thing about it is yes. we don't really know the full impact of everything what we're doing mm -hmm. right now yeah. but in that realm you'll know the full impact every detail everybody everything that this impacted and we will even hear testimonies of people when we get there of how this moment impacted their lives and they mm. will give us the details wow. of that moment that's eternal wonderful you know mm. it, they just won't say you impacted my life they'll say you know when I heard that, this is what it did for me. And I got to go share it with so-and-so. And this is how they, and they may come up and say, yeah, well, after they shared it with me, this is how I, and it'll mm. go on. And, and, yeah. and we won't get tired. Don't think, oh man, we got to listen to this. This is going to be up forever. For number one, you're going to be there forever. So you got yeah. time. <laughs> number two is it's all God's, it's all about God and, and giving God glory. And because of that, that's where we, we uh, what do you say, uh, are so regenerated by the glory of God. We live in the glory of God. So when we are glorifying God, what do you think? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. Wow. So this moment, this moment is the eternal moment. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's why in Acts, the 10th chapter, when the angel came to Cornelius and he said, your prayers yes. and your good deeds, it, it, it says, are memorial be, before God. And the good deeds, this is a good deed. This is a good deed. These are eternal moments. Mm -hmm. They will live forever. They are memorial. They are set up inside of God forever. Mm -hmm. wow. well, I, I get excited about yeah. that. Hallelujah. So I could see that from, from my, my viewpoint of looking down on the planet. The temporal things, they would fade away. And the eternal things and how how they would last forever. And so. So is is that kind of how, uh, you know, we read in Peter about how the, the earth is going to be burned up, you know, yeah. and destroyed by fire. Is that the temporal things that are going to be destroyed? Because because, you know, the meek shall inherit the earth. Is that yes, what it's about? That's it. Oh, glory to God. That's what it's about. Wow. <laughs> that's a whole new perspective. It sure is. And that's. And then all the works they're in. I, and I think you know is what, what the fire is? I'll tell you what the fire is. That all-consuming fire. Yeah. Oh. Temporal things cannot last in the glory of God. Yeah. yeah. So look at the earth being engulfed by the glory of God, and everything that is temporal will be burnt away. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. So it's something to look forward to instead of to fear. Yeah. Yeah. The, the consuming fire of God for us is the glory of God. Mm -hmm. All consuming fire. If you go through the word of God, you're going to find out we can live within that consuming fire because it's glory. Yeah. But that which is evil cannot live within the consuming fire of God. The yeah. consuming fire of God is the day of Pentecost. When yeah. those tongues came upon man and looked like flames, that was the fire of God. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it enhanced them you know, to move forward in the kingdom of God. We can live in that. I'll give you a good example with Jesus when he showed up to to uh, talk to Saul or Paul back in back in Acts, okay? Remember Saul could not see him. It was just a bright light. And all those that were with him could not see him because he was just a bright light. Okay. They weren't right with God. They weren't right with him. Okay. They weren't right with Jesus Christ. They weren't right. So they couldn't see him. Look mm -hmm. at Stephen. When he was being stoned, 
he could look up to heaven and see Jesus standing at the right hand of God because he was right with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Consuming fire, consuming fire, fire for us wow. is, is great. It, it's the environment we were created for. Yes. But if you're sinful or sinning, it is not. That's why it's very uncomfortable. Why do you think the church is being attacked right now? It's because they don't you know? know the glory. Because yeah. That the glory to them is terrifying. Mm. To us, it's joy. Yeah. But you have to be born again. You know, they cannot live in the glory of God. We can. You know, uh, and so a lot of people are reacting to that. And so as Jesus gets closer, just closer to coming, <laughs> you think about it. Mm-hmm. Their atmosphere is getting is getting shrunk. All yeah. right. Oh. <laughs> and to me, it's like an animal that's being put into a corner. Okay, mm-hmm. what is it going to do? It's going to do everything to fight to come out of that corner because it's it's a uh, uh, what do you say? Its boundaries are being shrunk every moment, and that's what's happening to the planet right now. Wow! As Jesus is getting ready to come back, and he's getting closer and closer and closer, the atmosphere for the evilness here has less and less room to occupy, and and mm. their existence is timed out. You know, most people don't realize that. Time was not created for the human beings or for us. Time was created really for Satan and his demonic beings. And it really was the countdown for how long he would exist. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. You look at the scriptures in Genesis, the, the uh, first four um, um, time days, it, it, and it says, this is the first day, and, it says, and this is the second day, and this is the third day. And it's like, the sun and the moon did not come into existence of how we count days until the fourth day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what was God doing by, uh, by limiting these days? It wasn't for us because Adam and Eve were created outside of time. Mm. If you think about it, yeah, really okay. the earth mm. was created outside of time. Animals were created outside. Mm. Everything was created outside of time. It was thrown into time when Adam messed up. If you go to the third chapter of, of Genesis, but everything that God created in the sense of this planet was created outside of time. So why was time created? When Jesus walked the planet, we came to understand why time was planet uh, was was created. Because when he would come up on demons, they would say, you're here before the time. 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 Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because they knew they only had so much time. They were Time was created for them. Even when you get to heaven, you're going to realize there is no time. There's moments, you know, there, there, there's a moment that impacts everything. Jesus Christ, when he died on that cross, that was a moment that we're still impacted by now. Mm. You understand what I mean? It's like throwing yes. a, a rock into a, a pool of water and you got the ripples and they're still going out. That's yeah. how I like to explain it. Okay. Wow. Uh, and things are measured by moments. They're not measured by time. You can, that's a whole different thing. Even in the scriptures, it's that way, but we don't see it that way. We say this time, this time, this time. But, you know, if you look, go through, you're going to find there's this moment that happened, and this is the impact of it. There's this moment that happened, and this is the impact of it. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so, but wow. time itself was created for uh, 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 Satan and his wow. demonic realm. God had put a limit on how long this would last, and there's mm-hmm. a countdown that's going on. All right. Wow. In the Bible, it even says that, you know, several places. Adam messed up and put us inside of that countdown. Wow. <laughs> you did. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Okay. But that Jesus makes a Christ lot of sense. Came. Yeah. It's kind of like Jesus he, Christ came. And, go ahead. It's like he took us out of uh, Kairos, Kairos into Kronos time or, when, you know. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was the Kronos that was, that was, I think Kairos is maybe the, the uh the eternal thing because it's a moment it's it's an it's, opportune. Yeah. it's yes. not opportune. it's an opportunity but it, it it doesn't have chronos it doesn't have an attachment of of something you can calculate with a watch yeah. or a calendar that's right that's correct wow. and so and you think that's what he did and then and then jesus christ i like to put it this way you know how the old time clocks used to be in the old days we we know and they had the card and you come in you you clock in, you <laughs> yeah. put your card in there, and, clock yeah. in, and now you start work, and then and then and then when you're done, you clock and you clock you're in. out. Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ, okay, Adam clocked us in. Jesus Christ clocked us out. Yes. Oh, hallelujah! I like that. <laughs> yes. Applause. That's why when I died, <laughs> I could tell people I was not there because I was not clocked into that time anymore. Yeah. So when I left my body, okay, I left my body, my my body was still clocked in, but I was not clocked in. And so when you were outside of your body for an hour and 45 minutes, you were outside of time, but how how long did it feel like that you were gone? You know, two two things when I, and, and um, I'm an, I'm, I get to speak um, very open about this one, and that's good. Um, I never really thought about it that way, mm. to be honest with you. I only think about it because people ask the question, but I've never thought about it. I felt like I was endless when, when I was in eternity. Yeah, there was no big, be- there was no beginning or end to me. Mm. And I, okay, that's the way it is. Now, if I, if I bring it back into the realm of the question, um, you know, it felt like I was there a very short time and it felt like I was there a very long time. <laughs> the short time was, this is eternity. And so, you know, how do you measure being in eternity? I always tell anybody, it's not how much time you spend in eternity. It's that you touch eternity, period. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter how long it is. It's a taste. You know, you, you, you know I could say an hour and 45 minutes. Uh, another guy could say an hour and 30 minutes. Someone else could say 45 minutes. These are all people that I've met, and they've had these certain time lengths to how long they died, you know. But it's not going to matter if it's an hour and 45 minutes or it's 30 minutes or it's one second. You yeah. touched eternity. And mm-hmm. once you touch eternity, the the information you get in a, in a moment is huge. Wow. It's just huge. It's hard to describe. Every moment to, was like wow. a universe. Mm-hmm. So everything we know about our universe, everything that's going on out there, plus what we're trying to find out about it and all that stuff, that's captured in one moment. So every moment you're there is like a universe. So you had two moments, that's two universes. Three moments, that's three universes. <laughs> 40,000 moments, that's 40,000 universes. Wow. So you think about that, and you have all that knowledge. It's not like you don't have all that knowledge. You have all that knowledge. Okay? So so in the sense of trying to capture it, it's hard to say that because all of a sudden, like I said, that scholar that was in that denomination, I came back with answers to I never even knew existed, you know, uh, I didn't have questions for him and I didn't know there was an answer to those questions. And so, you know, you could say I was there short and I come back with all this knowledge and it seemed like I was there long. Now there was somebody, you know, how you always got the people that are the mathematic people. 
Yeah. And he said, you know, if a day is at a thousand years and a thousand years is a day, when I calculate the time you're supposed to be there, an hour and 45 minutes, and he did his mathematical stuff, he said, you were there for 90 years. Wow. That's oh, wow. what he said. Wow. Okay. And that's, that's <laughs> long compared to Earth years. You know what I mean? That yeah. hour and 45 minutes, because if, if he did it according to what God said, was 90 years, you know? Praise God. Ironically, I told the Lord, I said, uh, when I came back here, that I would stay on the planet until I'm 95 if he wanted me to. You know, he never did say yes, he did, but uh, I did volunteer. Because <laughs> I want people to be born again. Amen. You know, Amen. Said, oh, Amen. I, yeah, That's what it's the, about. The, you got, this place got all, got all kind of issues, and, and I, I wanted to stay. Let's put it that way. Of course. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Yeah. You know, this morning in our devotions, you know, we were we were in the Genesis and it was uh Noah on the on the oh, ark. Yeah. And it was a hundred years when he begat this his sons. It was a hundred years later he went into the ark, you know, with his wife mm-hmm. and and you know, it's like our minds can't capture that because that was a you know, that was the time before the flood, whether the atmosphere was more inundated with oxygen and and then God shortened time. Then He shortened it to your four, your three score and ten. If by grace you get four score, you know. And it's just like it's just amazing, you know, to think you're a hundred years old or something, and then you you have a couple kids, and then you keep have, having kids till you're <laughs> nine hundred and thirty-eight years. Like Methuselah, how many children? We don't know how many we will yeah. get to heaven, but it, it's like a whole different concept of uh, Chronos time, or it was a it was a Kronos time, but it was a Kairos time. Yes. You know, that, that time yeah. of knowing that with the age to to uh, what we're in right now. Yeah, that's true. Well, speaking of time. Go ahead. I was just going to say, speaking <laughs> of time, I think we have reached the end of our time for this podcast, but I think we need to have you back for another one. So let's plan on doing yeah. that. Yeah, Kronos ran out. Kronos ran out on us. <laughs> <laughs> but before we go... Before we go, would you please uh, pray for the people who are listening? I'll pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for each and every person that's listened to this. Let it not be something they just hear, but something they can experience. And even, um, yes, Lord, even the words that were spoken were more than just uh, words that they uh, are, they could even spell, you know, Lord. But they're words that they could feel, that they can sense that they can smell, that they can see. Yes, Lord, help them to see the things that were spoken today. When we were t- talk, talking about certain situations, help them to re- be able to visit those areas. Yes, in your realm. Yes, Lord. In their in their thoughts and in with their spirit. Father, I thank you for for Phil, and I thank you for sharing. I thank you for how you're blessing them in the ministry and what they're doing. I ask you in the name of Jesus that we always talk about new doors being opened, Lord. I ask, Lord, that they're just, doors are not just being opened, but you create new doors mm-hmm. for them to go through. Create That's new right. doors in that realm for them to go through. You said there's heavenly realms, not just one realm, but there's heavenly realms, Father. Found in Ephesians, the first chapter, that they're just heavenly realms. So I'm asking you to help them to be able to go through the heavenly realms, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being with us, and we look forward to having you back again. And we bless you, and we bless all of you who are listening, that the Lord will just uh, make himself so real to you. You know, if, if you don't believe in Jesus, if you haven't asked him to come and be your Lord and Savior, now is a good time to say, even if you don't believe, just say, God, if there is a God, Jesus, if you are really real, make yourself real to me because I want to know the truth. And if you're driving in your car, just pull over on the side of the road. Yes. Have an encounter with God right now, today. Yes. God bless you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence.